I'm not 
After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school? Maybe. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
times when we are forced to go above and beyond and get involved. If you see what's happening in New York City, you know these are those times. Most Rabbana, Moscanum, and community leaders are recommending that people go out and vote for Corey Johnson for controller. Corey Johnson is the best choice for New York City controller because he's focused on the job, spending your money correctly, not propaganda. Corey Johnson for controller has been endorsed by Bubba Bell, Sotmer, the Far Rockaway Jewish Alliance, the Queen's Jewish Alliance, the Sephardic Federation, the Crown Heights PAC, and Assemblyman Dan Rosenthal. Election Day is coming up Tuesday, June 22nd. Every single vote counts. Corey Johnson and his opponents are neck and neck, and it's likely that only a few votes will decide who wins. The entire from community is counting on you to get out and vote. And when you vote, 
vote for Corey Johnson for controller. Paid for by voters of NYC, Inc., Jeffrey Lebb, treasurer. Top three donors, WLZ Properties, LLC, Silverstein Properties, LLC, Rosewood Realty Group, Incorporated. Not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent.
jam in the AM. Mile Cone and Biderach here at JM in the AM. Leviathan, that's Vayitan Lacha. You heard Yeshiva Boys with Ain. Al Yisrael Shalom, Machol Przanski, Yisrael Werdiger had a Shrenu. Masach Hashem is our Monday morning theme song from Mayor Sherman. And of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Monday on this June 21st, day 11 in the month of Tammuz. The year 5781. Good morning, all. 75 degrees, some clouds, some sun, and a high of 86. And tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, scattered thunderstorms, and a low temperature of 70. Tomorrow, some showers, and a high of 74 degrees. You shall lime right now at 80. We're at 75 degrees here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work for those who have school. I don't know. I would guess most people are out of school by now. I know it's the last week of the New York City public school year, so some of the public school people do have school this week. Um, but whatever your case is, whatever your situation is, I know a lot of people are heading up to the Catskill region. Thank God, unlike the old days, you could schlep us along easily to the Catskill region. You could listen all day long in your car as you travel up to the Catskills. You could listen all summer long clearly on your phone, your iPad, your iPod, your iThis, your iThat. You could listen really, really well. Crystal clear, great Jewish radio. Unlike the old days when you would struggle to hear our broadcasts during the summer months. No longer. No need. Now you just take us along in your phone. You plug us in wherever you want. And you got great programming all day long. How amazing is that? What kind of feeling is that, I ask you? It's a feeling of freedom and independence. That's what it's a feeling of. Anyway. <laughs> hey, I want to wish Usher Nachlin a Mazel Tov. Usher Nachlin, Mazel Tov to you. Bar Mitzvah boy on the Lower East Side of Manhattan uh, this past Shabbat. Usher Nachlin made everybody proud with the... Uh, Bar Mitzvah performance at the Litovis Grishul on the north side of Delancey Street this past Shabbat. Mazal Tov to his wonderful parents, to the entire extended family, family and friends, including a family that's in Israel, from all of us here at JM and the AM. Did a great job, the Bar Mitzvah boy. Monday morning, we'll speak to a couple of candidates today. Corey Johnson is going to join us. Um, plus, we've got a, uh, not just a candidate, but a pretty cool story, especially as it relates to our community. Um, Tali Farhadian Weinstein is running for Manhattan DA. Uh, she'd be the first woman and the first immigrant to hold the position, and she's got quite a story. We'll speak to her coming up in the next, well, actually in about a half hour from now, here at JM in the AM. Um, so there you have it. Lots happening, lots going on. Hope your weekend was amazing. My thanks to everybody, including uh, Avrami, Matis, Mark Zamek, everybody responsible for great weekend programming right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Pretty amazing, I must say, our weekend programming. 
No other way to say it. Just amazing. And I thank all of them. It's a Monday. Brand new Yaakov Shweki, JM in the AM.
There are times when we are forced to go above and beyond and get involved. If you see what's happening in New York City, you know these are those times. Most Rabana, Moscatum, and community leaders are recommending that people go out and vote for Corey Johnson for the controller. Corey Johnson is the best choice for New York City controller because he's focused on the job, spending your money correctly, not propaganda. Corey Johnson for controller has been endorsed by Bubba Bell Sotmer, the Far Rockaway Jewish Alliance, the Queen's Jewish Alliance, the Sephardic Federation, the Crown Heights PAC, and Assemblyman Dan Rosenthal. Election Day is coming up Tuesday, June 22nd. Every single vote counts. Corey Johnson and his opponents are neck and neck, and it's likely that only a few votes will decide who wins. The entire from community is counting on you to get out and vote. And when you vote, vote for Corey Johnson for controller. Paid for by voters of NYC, Inc., Jeffrey Leb Treasurer. Top three donors, WLZ Properties, LLC, Silverstein Properties, LLC, Rosewood Realty Group, Incorporated. Not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM. <clears throat> Lipa had Melach Malchei Hamlachim. You heard RJ2 with Rachem. Yehuda Green with Ruach. And Yaakov Shweki's brand new Hine Elokeinu here at JM in the AM. Hard to believe that a week from today will already be in the three weeks. Sunday is Shavasar Batamos. It is very difficult to believe that a week from today we're already in the three weeks. My gosh. It is the final week of our spring-summer fundraiser. It ends Friday, and I hope everybody out there has had an opportunity at some point to express your love and appreciation for JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network uh, by logging on to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and giving a generous donation. You could also give a monthly donation, which is extremely helpful to us. Those monthly donations are very, very helpful. So go to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org. Thank you to listener Leslie. Thank you to listener Hanna. Thank you to listener Tani. Thank you to listener Leonard. Thank you to listener Ronnie. Thank you to listener Seth. A lot of people who recently gave to our JM and the AM NSN fundraising drive, and it's much, much appreciated. Again, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, or simply return the envelopes that we have sent you if you are a past supporter of ours. And, of course, we thank you. Uh, we'll do our news from Israel coming up at the top of the hour. 75 degrees, some clouds, some sun, and a high temperature of 86. I do want to remind everybody that um, you are invited to an accelerated admissions day at Turo's Lander Colleges. It's happening one week from today on Monday, June the 28th. Come meet the deans and advisors and bring copies of your transcripts and receive an immediate admissions decision. Learn more about financial aid, scholarships, and your potential career path. Um, it's really easy. Transfer credits will be reviewed and application fees will be waived. Placement exams are available on site. It's Turo's Lander College for Men on 150th Street in Kew Gardens Hills between 12 and 5 this coming Monday, one week from today. And Turo's Lander College for Women on West 60th Street between 9.30 and 4.30 uh, one week from today this coming Monday. Turo's Lander College of Arts and Sciences on Avenue J in Brooklyn, it'll be uh, women from 10.30 till 3 and men from 4.30 until 7.30. It's a, a, a an accelerated admissions day at Turo's Lander Colleges. Meet the deans and advisors, bring copies of your transcripts, get an immediate admissions decision, and learn more about financial aid, scholarships, and potential career path. This is, I mean, it's this is for everybody, but it's really, really made for those who've been in Israel until now and are just returning and want to get their uh, college career uh, going ASAP. So check it out. Information, you can go online, turo.edu. Again, 
That's Turo.edu for all information. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSNF. Galit Tzal in the background, do our news from Israel coming up. So the latest is, it seems, at least according to the Jerusalem Post, that the uh, government of the state of Israel is in fact, and boy, I want to be careful how I say this because you never know when when things are going to change. <laughs> you know, just don't know. But apparently vaccinated tourists and children up until the age of six will be able to enter Israel if parents meet vaccination requirements. That That should be it, hopefully. That beginning July 1st, Proof of vaccine will be the only requirement. So we hope and pray. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JM Nan. Galitzal, the Shastaim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Ran Yavnei, Imashe Koreachab. Nisiran Hadash, Ibrahim Raisi, Kines Lifnesha, Kalam, Sibati Tonaim Rishmit, Larishona, Maz, Behirato, Latafkid, the Malach Sibati Tonaim, Shit Kema Beteheran, Tan Raisi, Shartota Brit, Loam Dabait Haviotchela, the Hialama, Samot, Lachiot at Eskem. עוד הוסיף שמדיניות החוץ האיראנית לא תשתנה. ידיעה שמסרה כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג. החשש מהתפרצות קורונה, שר הביטחון גנץ הנחה את צהל ואת פיקוד העורף שלא לסגור את יחידת החקירות להתמודדות עם נגיף קורונה. עוד הנחה גנץ להערך גם לחידוש יכולות הדיגום והשינוע בהתאם לצורך. כתבנו יובל סגב מוסיף שבקופת חולים מקבי מדווחים על עלייה של פי ארבעה בזימוני תורים. סגן מנכ"ל בית החולים הציבורי אסותא אשדוד, הפרופסור עמית אסה, טען אצל אמיר איבגי, נכון לעכשיו אין צורך להחזיר באופן גורף את המסכות. רוב האוכלוסייה היא מחוסנת והתחלואה עדיין לא מרימה את הראש באופן משמעותי ולכן באופן גורף זה לא נכון לחזור למסכות. כל בתי החולים ערוכים לפתיחת מחלקות הקורונה, עם זאת אנחנו מקווים מאוד שלא נזדקק לזה, ואם כן אז בקנה מידה קטן. ראש הלשכה המדינית של חמאס בעזה, יחי סנואר, בסיים פגישה עם שליח האו"ם לאזור, וצאתו ממנה אמר לעיתונאים, זו הייתה פגישה גרועה. למרבה הצער, לא מצאנו כוונות לפתור את המצב ההומניטרי בעזה. ישראל ממשיכה במדיניות נגדנו ומנסה לסחוט אותנו. סנואר הוסיף, אמרנו למשלחת שנקיים פגישה עם הפלגים כדי להחליט על צעדינו הבאים. נראה כי ישראל לא מבינה את המסר שעמנו משגר אליה. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים, ג'קי חוגי. המשבר בהשגת הרוב בקואליציה על הארכת החוק לאיסור איחוד משפחות פלסטיניות אחרי שנדחתה אתמול ההצבעה בקואליציה. נמשכים המאמצים למצוא פשרה עם מספר חברי כנסת ממרץ ורע"מ שמתנגדים לחוק. חבר הכנסת אחמד טיבי מהרשימה המשותפת שבאופוזיציה מבהיר ביומן הצהריים בכל מקרה נתנגד לחוק, לא נסכים להצביע עם הקואליציה על שום פשרה. זה חוק רע, אחד החוקים הגזעניים ביותר בספר החוקים של מדינת ישראל. הוא חוק שקורע משפחות רק בגלל שהן פלסטיניות. אנחנו לא רוצים להיות חלק משום הבנות או תיקונים קוסמטיים שמטרתם להעביר את החוק הדרקוני הנורא הזה. מעקב גלי צה"ל, 12 הרוגים ויותר מ-950 פצועים בתאונות דרכים בשבוע שחלף. מדווח כתבנו לענייני תחבורה, מתן לוי. בשבוע החולף נהרגו 12 בני אדם ו-956 נפצעו, בהם 17 באורח קשה, 32 בינוני והיתר קל. כך עולים מנתוני הרשות הלאומית לבטיחות בדרכים ומגן דוד אדום, המגיעים במסגרת מעקב תוכניתנו יומן הצהריים. מתחילת השנה נהרגו 170 בני אדם בתאונות דרכים. 
שרפת חורש סמוך לשכונת הר נוף בירושלים. השרפה מתפתחת קרוב לקו המבנים הראשון. כרגע אין סכנה לחיי אדם. במקום פועלים שישה צוותי כיבוי. כתבתנו בבירה עשהאל פלד מוסיפה כי טרם הושגה שליטה באש. ומזג האוויר גם מחר ללא שינוי ניכר. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning as we head back to school and back to work. Well, you know, this election tomorrow. Election day is tomorrow, and we're encouraging everybody to vote, and that's the most important message we can transmit. Everybody's got to vote tomorrow. Uh, if you haven't done the early voting, make sure to vote tomorrow. Uh, we don't endorse candidates, but frankly, when you look at the Manhattan DA race, uh, as I speak to so many Jewish communities here in Manhattan, whether it's the Lower East Side, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, Washington Heights, Inwood, Battery Park City, and and a handful of others as well. We've got people all over the place here in Manhattan. Uh, I, I don't think we can make a better recommendation if we were forced to than Natali Farhadi and Weinstein for DA. Uh, DA is a position in Manhattan that's been held by three people in 80 years. <laughs> Frank Hogan till 74, Robert Morgenthau from then until 2009, and then, of course, Cyrus Vance. Tali Farhadi and Weinstein brings an incredibly... Rich story and history uh, to this position. It is a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here on JM in the AM. I I thank you for that. Um, crazy question, but if not for the 1979 Iranian Revolution, and frankly for people my age, it was one of the most um, uh, striking episodes uh, in in our lifetimes. Uh, would your family still be in Iran? Have you ever given that any thought? I have thought about it, uh, although it is a really crazy question. Uh, and, you know, Nahum, it's hard to say. We, uh, we like to think of ourselves as the descendants of Queen Esther, so yeah, one of the oldest are. Jewish communities in the world. Yeah, and uh, we had been there for centuries, and anti-Semitism was not a part of daily life, but it was a part of regular life. And... Uh, the revolution certainly brought it to the surface, and it made it unsafe for us to continue to live there. If it, if it had not been the revolution, maybe it would have been something else. Uh, the other thing is that my mother had actually spent one year in the United States, and mm. both of my parents had gone to college in Israel and then went back to Iran to get married and start their family. But they always, you know, they always had, uh, in their view, these other places, these democracies, uh, where they could raise their family. And so maybe, my answer is maybe. And it sounds like Hyas, which at one time was uh, such an important organization for Jewish immigration, and uh, and others here in the U.S. Were, were a tremendous help to you and your family. I would not be here if it was not for Hyas. That, to me, is plain as day, because when, you know, we came in and didn't know how to make a claim for asylum. We had been admitted and told to come back after a couple of days to deport ourselves. And my mom called one of the very few Americans she knew, who was a rabbi out in Milwaukee, and he told her about Hyas. And on December 26, 1979, we walked into their offices. Uh, it was used to be down on 14th Street, right. yeah. uh, unannounced, <laughs> and just said, can you help us? And they represented us pro bono for 10 years. Pretty amazing. Tali Farhadi and Weinstein's with us. Tomorrow she'll be on your ballot for DA if you live anywhere on the island of Manhattan. 
You know, don't take this as a backhanded compliment because we're extremely impressed with you. But we are looking for sensible candidates to lead New York City right now because you know the situation now in New York. And frankly, I don't see anybody more sensible than you. It's not it's not a backhanded compliment. We are extremely impressed with you. Uh, but you know the situation here in the city. And let's start with something you brought up when I asked you about the Iran question. And then we'll get the other issues. And that is anti-Semitism. It must be it must be both frightening and, and literally unbelievable for someone like yourself who has grown up noticing the the stark difference between growing up in Iran and being here in the United States and then experiencing and seeing the rampant anti-Semitic acts that are going on in this country. It, it is a really unbelievable to me. And, you know, in right before the pandemic in 2019, we had the peak number of hate crimes in New York State, and we thought, well, uh, this is as bad as it's ever been in recent memory and as bad as it will be. And then, of course, uh, that number has continued to climb. And, uh, you know, in the course of this campaign, I've been talking to Jewish communities all around the borough. As you said, we really are everywhere. And, <laughs> the, and everybody is really worried about this. People are telling their kids to tuck their tzitzit in to cover their kippah. Uh, they're, they're talking about this sense of insecurity and lack of freedom of walking around in the streets, and that recalls all sorts of things for me. Why, Why? Ha- and again, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but you'll get my point. Why is it that we're at a point where, where some people like myself are looking at you as the only sensible candidate? Wouldn't you think that in a group of colleagues like the ones that are on the ballot, uh, tomorrow, at least a good portion of them would want to lead New York City in a sensible manner? You would, uh, but but they don't. And I think it's a couple of different things going on. Uh, part of it is, I would say most of them seem to be running for different jobs, you know, not for the job of being the chief law enforcement officer of Manhattan. And so they have lots of ideas about, uh, important ideas about what prisons should look like and what social service agencies should look like and what public defense should look like. And all of that really matters, but is not this role. I also think that uh, there's just maybe because of the lack of experience, lots of really wild ideas throwing on, it's being thrown around. Mm -hmm. So you are right that this question of how to investigate and prosecute hate crimes, which is what it is when you attack a Jewish person, for looking Jewish, for being Jewish, yeah. right? Uh, but more, but other things too, where it's that you know, common sense uh, really seems to have been uh, set aside. And w- with the interesting situation you're in, and believe me, I hope after tomorrow we know you're the future DA in Manhattan. Mm. The interesting situation you're in is that I- I'm sure that you would prefer. Uh, that everybody, minorities and others, would, would not be filling our prison system. Your, your preference would be to help people actually avoid prison, but in a responsible manner, meaning we need to look at prison reform with, with real common sense. Is it possible to, in fact, encourage um, le- less incarceration or, or shorter sentences and at the same time rehabilitate those who have uh, uh, who have gone ahead and uh, undertaken criminal behavior. Absolutely. It's not only my preference, it's what I've done. So I spent the last two years working as the general counsel in the Brooklyn DA's office, and that's exactly what we did. We worked on shortening sentences, 
on finding alternatives to sending people to jail or prison, so sending people into drug treatment programs or mental health programs that would make them better able to come back into their communities uh, and succeed, right? Uh, ultimately, that's what we want for everybody who lives here. But that, Nahum, that is really different from doing nothing and just throwing our hands up and saying, let's defund this thing, let's right. shrink this thing. And, 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 so, and also releasing people the day after they've committed a crime and, and, and putting them back on exactly. the streets to injure people again. That would be something that you would, that you would say would be unacceptable. It, I, absolutely. I think we really need to change the bail law. Uh, to allow us to do the sensible thing. By the way, I was really hoping we could have a cooler word to use to describe what brings all of these policies together. But yes, sensible. I'm going to just <laughs> lean into the backhanded com compliment here. Uh, you know, New York is the only state where you can't hold people before their trial because you think that they are a public safety risk. Right. We're only supposed to, in New York, think about flight risk, and the system is so convoluted and uh, we sh we should really come into line with the rest of the country. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, before and I'm an advocate for that. Be careful before <laughs> you before you use sensible and common sense because most media outlets are not fans of those terms. <laughs> be very oh. careful. <laughs> oh, I know. I've learned a lot in the course of this campaign. But you know, I know what people though. You know, that's what really I think. The vast majority of people. Well, want, I mean, no matter speak who to, they are. Speak to New Yorkers. In your case, speak to people in Manhattan from any background, from the poorest to the most wealthy, and all they want is public safety, and they want responsible people in a sensible and commonsensical manner to deal with criminals. To, and we're not we're not looking for people to be put away for fifty years. We're looking for people to either be re rehabilitated or put in some type of program that makes sense where they're supervised and they're not getting back onto the streets and committing more crimes. Absolutely. A system that is humane and proportional and uh, really sees the potential in every person. I mean, those those are my values. But again, it doesn't mean that we just close our eyes to crime, are unafraid to admit that it exists. And, you know, I'll give you an example. Right now on the table in my race is whether gun possession should ever be prosecuted. Right. 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 Uh, I'm on I'm on the side of yes. <laughs> and. Uh, and almost all the others are not. You know, that to me is just a, just a total avoidance of responsibility. Right, and I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about illegal gun possession. Yes, yeah. I mean, this is New York City, right. so it's practically impossible right, that, that's to true. possess a gun here legally. <laughs> good point, very good point. <laughs> um, you clerked for Sandra Day O'Connor, and, and I was impressed by this when I saw Eric Holder actually did a commercial for you. Uh, from the Obama yeah. administration, which is a pretty interesting balance, frankly. Do you ever think of, mm -hmm. of how proud she would be, Sandra Day, knowing that you're going for this position now? Oh, absolutely. I, 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 she, you know, she really particularly wanted her female clerks to break barriers in the way that she did. And uh, you know, she really pushed us to see ourselves as leaders and, uh, and to fight to to be in charge. And she always used to say about herself, it's great to be the first, but you don't want to be the last. Yeah, and and I would be the first woman as well as the first immigrant to be elected district attorney in Manhattan. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it would be, uh, well, like we said, that position has been held only by a very, very small handful of people over the years. And, yeah. and you would certainly uh, break through 
um, if you win this race. Tali Farhadian Weinstein is on the ballot tomorrow if you're voting in the Democratic primary uh, June the 22nd. Uh, you will find her on any Manhattan ballot. And while we don't officially endorse anybody, uh, I mean, she is a pride and joy of our community, to say the least. And it gives us great pleasure to uh, recommend a sensible candidate for a position that is in such desperate need uh, for someone with common sense and someone with real leadership. Tali, good luck tomorrow. I hope everything goes yeah. well. And uh, I don't know how this I, – I know that i got to choose, uh, you know – in different uh, elections, I got to choose uh, one through five, or as many as I want. Uh, being in New York City residents, I don't know when these results will come out, but uh, when they do, we hope that uh, that you're on top of the list. Uh, thank you so much, Malcolm. And let me say that my election is not ranked choice. You oh, just that's one. Right. Oh, I, one I, and I, done. I am, yes. I am so embarrassed. I am so embarrassed. No. Yes, yesterday, no. on, yesterday on Father's Day, my son is giving me a whole tutorial that the only <laughs> election in New York City that's not ranked choice is yours because you're officially a state election, right? You're officially a state election. That's exactly right. right, and that's why every vote really <laughs> so, does matter. So I apologize. Decided, you might not at all. You might actually be the only race that we do have a winner tomorrow night. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, my apologies for that, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Have a, a pleasure. Good day, Nachum. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Tali Farhadi and Weinstein. I can't believe this, but Yemen's going to kill me. <laughs> he gave me a whole thing yesterday. How everything in New York City is ranked choice except the DA race. The DA Manhattan race, which officially is under the state umbrella, is not ranked choice. So tomorrow when you have in Manhattan, when you have a um, at your ballot, it's going to say, and I'm sitting here with a sample ballot in front of me. Is this hilarious or what? I'm literally sitting here with a sample ballot in front of me. It says district attorney, vote for one. District attorney, vote for one. So I'm going to be voting for Tali Farhadi and Weinstein. And uh, by tomorrow night, hopefully she'll be the next uh, or projected to be because you know how it works. There still has to be, you know, an election, election day and all that. But likelihood, whoever wins the Democratic primary will be the next Manhattan DA. Anyway, there you go. (laughs) Can you believe I get an excuse? I was busy uh, celebrating Father's Day. (laughs) I was just so into uh, most of my kids being together and having a good time. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Manhattan DA, only one in New York City. That is not ranked choice. You vote, and uh, you vote for one person in that in that race, Dafka. In that race, Dafka. More coming up. You're listening to what is this? A Monday morning edition of JM in the AM.
When the sun sets on my Friday night, I get so starstruck from her holy sight. Heaven's angels dancing by her side, colored candles burning up the sky. Scary shadows dancing on the wall, but in our hearts we got no fear at all. It's total trust, the secret of her might. She makes a broken world feel so right. Cause she's got royalty in rhythm. Her tapestries are so divine. Cause she's got royalty in rhythm. The greatest treasure. Monday and we dream of you Tuesday, Wednesday buying gifts anew Thursday, Friday and we're almost through Friday night and we sing for you Scary shadow dancing on the wall But in our hearts we got no fear at all It's total trust the secret of her mind She makes a broken world feel so right Cause she's got royalty in rhythm The tapestries are so divine Cause she's got royalty and rhythm The greatest treasure of all time Song is called Royalty and Rhythm Done by Eighth Day Nice job on that. I like that song. Avram Willig with Simcha's Nigun. You heard Kol Aderech done by Mordechai Shapiro. Monday morning, heading back to school, back to work here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read that Rabbi Akiva was taken to the Beis Hasurim, the prison. They then took Papas Ben Yehuda, and they confined him next to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva saw him. He approached him and said, Papas, who brought you here? Papas said, Ashrecha Rabbi Akiva, happy are you, because you are apprehended because of Divrei Torah. However, me, I was apprehended because of Devarim Betelim, things of no substance. Who was Papas ben Yehuda? The great Rabbi Baruch Ber cites the Grah, that Papas and Levianus were Kedosh Elod. They were those that were Moser Nefesh for Klau Yisrael, and they were Tzadikim Gemurim, complete Tzadikim. If this is so, how could it be that Papas said to Rabbi Akiva that he was apprehended because of Devarim Betelim, things of no substance? He was apprehended because he was Moser Nefesh. He self-sacrificed for Klau Yisrael. The Sefer Ravid Azov says, Everything, anything in this world, even the most lofty cause, when it is weighed against Limud Torah, actual Torah study, Choshuv Kidvarim Betelim, they are considered as things of little substance. Papus was saying, It's true indeed that he was most nefesh for the Klau. He exhibited great self-sacrifice, but still, the learning of Torah, 
was even on a higher level. Probably one of the most important times for a person to get a bracha, a blessing of the entire year, is on the night of Rosh Hashanah. It was Lel Rosh Hashanah, and everyone had gathered. They formed a line in order to get a bracha from the Chavetz Chaim. The first one in line was Rav Levinson. He was the son-in-law of the Chavetz Chaim. And the Chavetz Chaim said to him the following words, Hashem should help that not one time should you become wealthy and that you shouldn't have more than you need in this world. One of the people standing behind him heard these words and he began to move a little bit away from the line. However, the Chavetz Chaim sensed what was going on and he said to him, Don't worry, I am giving him the blessing that I wish for myself. The blessing that his Torah study should never be interrupted. But for you, I will give you the bracha that you desire. You don't have to worry. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Avremo with Baruch Welokainu. Benny Freeman before that with Lasok. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM, 75 degrees, some clouds, some sun, and a high of 86. Mostly cloudy later tonight, scattered thunderstorms and a low of 70. Showers tomorrow, a high of 74 degrees. 80 right now in Yushalayim. We're at 75 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, Rebetzin Adina Schmidman, Rebetzin Dr. Adina Schmidman is with us live via telephone, founding director of the OU Women's Initiative. The uh, Orthodox Union is launching its Alit Summer Virtual Beit Midrash for Women through its highly regarded OU Women's Initiative. The program will offer live classes and interactive discussions for women all over North America and around the world. Rebetzin Dr. Adina Schmidman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to be with you, Nachum. Appreciate that. All right, tell me about the beginnings of this. Uh, why is there going to be a special summer virtual Beit Midrash? We started this program three summers ago where we wanted to introduce young women to higher levels of learning. It was a program in Israel Last year, because of the pandemic, or actually I should say pre-pandemic, we thought we would be, uh, the program would be better suited to be a program based in New York. Right. And with the, then, of course, the pandemic, we pivoted to a virtual space. But with the demand for higher level learning being widespread and not just limited to young women, we opened up the doors widely and to great reception. There was a very excited participation. The audience was uh, engaged and involved in the Torah learning daily. It was a very, very powerful opportunity to do a deep dive into areas of Tikkun Hamidot, of Halacha, of textual study in Tanakh, and we decided that this virtual space was something that we wanted to continue with, particularly because we were able to then have a more global reach rather than limited to physical 
proximity to a space. The summer program begins on July the 6th. Again, it's July the 6th. It goes through July the 15th. And topics uh, include uh, those related to halacha, Tanakh, Tikkun Amidos, as uh, Reverend Dr. Schmidman said. And, of course, Jewish history. They'll be offered on tracks of Monday, Wednesday, and tracks of Tuesday, Thursday. And uh, I, I guess the biggest benefit of uh, being an international program, and, and in general your initiative is an international program, but I mean specifically uh, for this one, is that you really have the um, your choice of some of the best presenters available around the world. When you say that you're exploring in-depth learning in halacha, Tanakh, Jewish history, etc., you're able to provide the best to do so. We are thrilled with our presenters. We have illustrious, well-known names uh, such as Reverend Chani Paragin, Mrs. Michal Horowitz, Dean Shoshana Schechter. But what makes this all the more exciting is that we have an opportunity to highlight women who perhaps have not had an opportunity uh, to be holding a an international microphone. And here's the opportunity for us to bring them to the platform, hand them the microphone, and allow them to share their, their Torah. So we have Mrs. Maria Weiss, Mrs. Sarah Lippman, and... Uh, Mrs. Rivka Marin, each one of them is a scholar in uh, her own right. And uh, to take that kind of talent and bring it to the fore is a unique and exciting opportunity. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good point that there are people who are going to be exposed uh, to students or to those who want to attend these sessions uh, for the very first time. Information, by the way, or to register for the event, you go to ou.org slash women slash elite 2021 again that's ou.org slash women slash elite 2021 elite is spelled a-l-i-t ou.org slash women slash elite 2021 it begins on july the 6th Robertson, dr adina schmidman is with us i mean you've seen this grow i don't i don't just mean the initiative i mean the, the learning programs you've seen this grow for women and really for everybody uh, around the world over the last few years it, isn't it remarkable how people have gravitated toward actually being at home and and uh, disciplining themselves to tune in and to log on to the shiurim it is phenomenal we're actually today finishing safer to as part of the tardi mechanach yomi program and I keep hearing again and again and again exactly the point that you're highlighting, which is that one can connect to Torah learning in a, in a daily disciplined way. And what an impact, particularly, I would say, also during this past year where times have been so tumultuous, to turn to our beloved text and to find solace, to find comfort, to find strength, is is something very very powerful. Uh, it's the idea that we're finishing Tehillim today after 150 days, right. 150 days that have really included uh, some of the most painful times that we've experienced of late. Yeah. To to be able to join together and be together and learn together and know that people all around the world of different backgrounds of different uh, ages. It's it's really uh something quite incredible and 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 the elite program 
opportunity to do that, but in a much more concentrated way. So it's, it's a very wonderful balance to have different opportunities for, uh, for women to, and as you put it, for all, to really avail themselves of Torah opportunities. And I think that uh, certainly if one can chart that in these past few years, uh, there's been an accelerated movement toward more and more Torah learning. The Elite Virtual Summer of Eight Midrash is dedicated by the Emanuel and Helen Adler Foundation and named the Max and Yeti Mandurer Elite Virtual Summer Bait Midrash. Again, information, ou.org slash women slash Elite 2021. Elite is spelled A-L-I-T, ou.org slash women slash Elite 2021. Finally, uh, Rebbitzin, Dr. Adina Schmidman, years ago you and I spoke when the OU Women's Initiative was first introduced. You know that there was some skepticism out there about whether a niche like this can survive and thrive under the OU. Why has this worked so well all these years later? Uh, you're, you're bringing back wonderful memories of early conversations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so much to do, and there's so much space for women to feel valued and to contribute and to impact, uh, there's a wonderful feeling of collaboration, of investment, both in the area, of course, as we've just spoken about, in Torah learning, in leadership development, whether it be lay leadership, whether it be mikvah attendants, rebbitsons, women who are involved in the chesed organizations in their communities, and community engagement, where Women have such a uh, space and opportunity to contribute and to highlight that and to accelerate that is a uh, just a, a unique opportunity that we've had with the Orthodox Union and the strength that the OU brings uh, forward and to mobilize that for this cause has been Quite, quite exciting. Yeah, a real accomplishment to say the least. Uh, it starts July the 6th, everybody. The um, uh, Orthodox Union and the brand new Elite Summer Virtual Bait Midrash. Information, ou.org slash women slash elite 2021. ou.org slash women slash elite A-L-I-T 2021. Rebbitson, Dr. Adina Schmidman is founding director of the OU Women's Initiative. A pleasure to speak with you. Have a wonderful summer and continued amazing work. Thank you so much, Nachum. It's a pleasure to speak to you and uh, to be able to share widely the the exciting opportunities with the OU Women's Initiative. Appreciate that. Yeah, you're doing a lot of great work, to say the least, program after program after program. you got to follow what they're doing, everybody. Daily basis. Uh, now, of course, this program specifically during the three weeks, starting on July the 6th, and just constant stuff coming out of the OU Women's Initiative. Monday morning broadcast. It's JM and the AM. I want to remind everybody that Partners in Torah, the program that's connected over 80,000 Jews to learn with one another, is launching a campaign to enroll another 10,000 Jews this year. And you could be one of them on their state-of-the-art matching platform. Help make this happen by going to partnersintorah.org slash matching. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. That's partnersintorah.org slash matching. Help shape the Jewish future. And I remind you, as we get deep into the summer months, it's now officially summer, right? June 21st. Well, our listeners in Australia would, would argue with that. It's not summer for them. I get it. But here it's the first full day of summer, and if everybody out there uh, has a, some extra time during the months of July and August, now it's the time to sign up and commit yourself to an hour a week with Partners in Torah. As a student or as a mentor, you will gain tremendously. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. 
partnersintorah.org slash matching. Tomorrow's election day in New York. Make sure to vote. It's primary day in New York tomorrow. Make sure to vote. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all labels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. And I also remind you, if you haven't yet used promo code radio to order um, Sina Mizrahi's brand-new cookbook, make sure to go to artscroll.com slash goodfood, artscroll.com slash goodfood, and order Sina Mizrahi's brand-new book entitled Good Food. When you use promo code radio, you get a major discount and free shipping. How on earth can you go to artscroll.com and not use promo code radio? I need someone to explain. Of all the mysteries in life, and there are many of them, there are many of them, I need someone to explain to me how someone can go to artscroll.com and not use promo code radio. That's a mystery that will likely never be solved. That's how complicated it is. Will likely never be solved. You are you are invited to an accelerated admission day at Turo's Lander Colleges on June the 28th. That's one week from today. Meet our deans and advisors and bring copies of your transcripts and receive an immediate admissions decision. Hey, parents, listen carefully. Your young uh, son or daughter could benefit tremendously from this. It's a week from today. Um, transfer credits will be reviewed. Application fees will be waived. It's happening for Turo's... Uh, Lander College for Men on 150th Street in Kew Gardens Hills all of Monday afternoon. Turo's Lander College for Women on West 60th Street in Manhattan from 9.30 until 4.30 on the 28th. And Turo's Lander College of Arts and Sciences on Avenue J in Brooklyn for women 10.30 until 3.00. For men 4.30 until 7.30 on June the 28th. Information, Turo.edu. Turo.edu. Go and uh, and get get admitted in a day. And start your college career. This is specifically designated, not not solely designated, but I know it was put into action for those who are returning now from Israel and want to just get a jump start in their college career. Here's an amazing opportunity to do that. So take advantage. You know our attitude when it comes to uh, college education. Jump into it, especially if it's, if it's in the right atmosphere. Jump right into it. Brand new Yaakov Shweki jam in the AM. So sit down. If you want 
from listener Tikva. She said that um, two songs that Mayer would have presented today um, were one, Eretz Svi, 45 years from the um, Mitzvah Yonatan, Mivtzah Yonatan, Mivtzah Yonatan, uh, the 6th of Tammuz, and Naomi Shemer's yard site was the 7th of Tammuz, so he likely would have done a song from her as well. Yeah, I agree with that. By the way, we're, we're presenting Mayer's first anniversary show. Uh, the show done uh, commemorating, I think it was November the 11th of uh, 19, 19, I think it was November 11th of 2012, 2013. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what it was. Yeah, it was November 11th, 2013, Mayer's um, first anniversary show of the Israel show. November the 11th of 2013. That'll be on between 9 and 10 this morning right here after JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that. And boy, do we miss Mayor. Mayor Nahum Ben David. Boy, do we miss him. (sighs) JM and the AM on a Monday. Well, now you know how listener Ralph has made it, not only as our chairman, but now being recognized by some of the classic birthday wishers in our audience. Happy birthday to my new friend and longtime devoted friend of the Nahum Single Network, Ralph Rosenbaum of East Brunswick. Wishing you a wonderful day and a fabulous year ahead, and of course, many more happy birthdays and good health till 120. It was a pleasure meeting you and your wife at the Englard Simcha. May we celebrate many more smachot together with Gesund with best regards from listener Sina. Could you imagine? Ha! Listener Sina has added Ralph to her magical list of uh, birthdays, anniversaries, and Mazel Tov wishes. Unbelievable. Now you know he's made it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ralph, from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yeah, I believe his uh, birthday was yesterday. Father's Day. How cool is that? Um, What else did I want to mention here? This is the um, final day. Excuse me. This is the final week of our spring-summer fundraiser. Final week of our spring-summer fundraiser. If you haven't given yet, we encourage you to support us 
by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. A special thank you to those who have been donating in memory of Mayor Weingarten. Again, it's fjbunity.org. Um, go to that site, give, us, give what you can, and if you can give a monthly recurring donation, that would be even better. fjbunity.org is the address. Also, if you have an envelope in your home and you're planning on returning that to us with a generous donation, thank you. Please do so as soon as you can, and we thank you very, very much for that. Hopefully it'll be a uh, very successful week for us and a great fundraiser so we can just keep on going every day, providing you with amazing information, entertainment, and inspiration. Um, well, the word out of Israel is that uh, with a with a proof of vaccination, we'll be able to travel to Israel after July 1st. And boy, do we hope that that's true. Boy, do we hope that that's true. Uh, we'll see what happens. That's the latest. That is the latest news that's coming out of Israel. It is unconfirmed, as all these news items are. Unconfirmed, but we'll see what happens. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemySingle.com and the AlchemySingle Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app. Hamavdil bin Kodesh lechol Chatotainu imchol Zareinu vechaspenu yarbe kachol וחכוכבים בלילה. יום פנק אצל תומר, אקרא ליל עליי גומר. אמר שומר, עד הבוקר וגם לילה. צדקתך כהר תבור, על חטא יבור תבור. כיום אתמול כי יעבור, והשמועה בלילה. Faonat minchati, miten menuchati, yagati beanchati, eschel bechol laila.
ידך כך אומר, סלחנה על קל וחומר, יום ליום יביע אומר, ולילה ללילה. אל פוטה מכל צר, כנוחה מן המצר, ידך לא תקצר, לא יום ולא לילה. מיכאל שר ישראל, אליהו וגבריאל, יבואו נעים הגואל, קומי רוני בחצי הלילה. נא לנו שבוע טוב, רענן כגמרא טוב, גם השם ייתן הטוב, כל היום וכל הלילה. Thank <laughs> you. 
Lights are dim, a fire glow You pour me wine and overflow I lift my cup, we're on our way My lips begin to sing your praise Oh, blessed are you separates the holy from the dark Oh, blessed are you who separates the holy from the dark I'm of Blessed are you who separates the holy from the dark. Oh, Baruch Hashem, Hamavdil ben Kodesh You separate the holy. From the dark, fan the ashes and behold the spark. The seventh day from the six days of creation, reality from imagination. Oh, blessed are you who separates the holy from the dark. Blessed are you who separates the holy 
from the dark Couple of uh, couple of versions of Hamavdil. That's the one done by Moshe Hecht before that Yankee Lemmer. And you heard Yitzhak Fuchs in there opening up that set and the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, tomorrow's election day. And uh, for all intents and purposes, it's really election day in New York City because of the overwhelming uh, Democratic presence in New York City. Whoever is uh, the winner tomorrow in the Democratic primary likely will be the next fill-in-the-blank in the city of New York. There are 10 candidates for a New York City controller. Uh, one of them is Corey Johnson, who has always been a, a good friend of this program, a good friend of our community, and somebody who has really had, as a speaker of the New York City Council, has really had to navigate many, many very sensitive situations, especially over the last year and a half. Corey Johnson, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thanks for having me, Nakam. It's uh, really an honor to be here. I appreciate that. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody who envies the position you're in right now. And I know, obviously, uh, tomorrow you're hoping to be uh, elected controller. But the the role that you've had in the New York City Council, trying to navigate so many opinions, so much politics. You know that what happens in New York has impact internationally. That's something that can't be denied or avoided. Uh, so I, I would assume you you look back at this tenure of your political life as one that was uh, quite challenging. <laughs> you know, uh, look, no one really could have predicted what happened over the last year and a half with COVID. And when I say what happened, I mean, of course, the tremendous loss of life, the economic uh you know, ruin that a lot of people had to go through because of what happened. And so for me, you know, it is challenging, of course, you know, working with 50 colleagues with a really diverse set of viewpoints and to do that during the middle of COVID uh, when we had to do it all remotely uh, was challenging, very challenging, but it is really nothing compared to, you know, really what a lot, a lot of people went through in this city and in this country yeah. with regard to loved ones or their businesses or their, you know, uh, economic stability. So, uh, you know, it's been hard, but also it's part of me that, you know, I, I'm grateful that I was able to, to try to do something uh, for the city that I love during probably one of its darkest hours. And, and, uh, and I'm grateful for that. You know, I mean, there are a lot of issues that are important to us, and most of them are real city issues, you know, in terms of public safety, education, housing, homeless. I mean, we're, we're all very concerned about those issues. I mean, you know me, I'm a Manhattan resident, so uh, anybody in the in the five boroughs 
uh, obviously has all those issues at the top of their list. But I, I just want I got to do this piece on Israel for a moment because I can only imagine the pressure when there's an actual poll that goes out to city council members asking them if they are pro-BDS, and this audience knows what BDS is, asking them if they're willing to uh, to make a commitment never to travel to Israel. I mean, forget for a moment the, 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 the politics of it, just the absurdity of it must be so difficult to deal with. Yet you were very strong on this issue. What was that period of time like? Oh, you know, I've been to Israel four times, and I was supposed to go to Israel a fifth time, in May of last year, but COVID made it so that that wasn't possible. And, you know, it's a little crazy to me that some people are so focused on um, targeting Israel. You know, there are a lot of countries in the world uh, outside of Israel where it's complicated and difficult things happen and the international communities involved, but we only seem to hear about Israel. And, uh, you know, New York's relationship with Israel is a really important special relationship. You know, your listeners know this, that outside of the state of Israel, New York is the place with the most number of Jewish people in the world. And uh, that's an important thing to recognize. Uh, you know, I am I am vehemently opposed to BDS. Uh, I've said it on many many occasions, and uh, you know, I'm really proud that I've been to Israel multiple times, and I've gone there and I've met with people, and uh, I think it's important that we maintain uh, that relationship between New York and Israel. And BDS is not about peace. BDS is about uh, BDS is about furthering. I think. Uh, this divide that already exists, and uh, we need to speak out against it uh, because it's actually, I think, a destructive thing. Uh, and I don't know why people, you know, all the folks who are calling for, you know, boycotts, investments, and shanks to get Israel, how come they're not saying this about other places? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a good question that usually does not have a good answer. Corey Johnson's is with us. If you're voting tomorrow in the Democratic primary in New York City, he's on your ballot. New York City controller. Um, you, you look, you know about the anti-Semitic violence. We know, and, and we're very sensitive to violence against other ethnic groups. We're frankly sensitive to violence against anybody. I mean, we, we think people have the right to walk the streets of New York and, and not have random attacks against them. We just want to live in, in peace and hopefully prosperity. Uh, prosperity. And, and it's, a, uh, it, it's crazy to see what's going on and, how, uh, and, and what the reaction of some people are. Um, the, it's somewhat confusing, frankly, where you stand on defunding the police and bail reform and issues like that. Cause to us, it seems that those are keys, meaning funding the police and, and responsible bail reform are keys to leading this city forward. What could you tell us about violence against Jews specifically and in general criminal activity and how it's going to be handled in the future in New York city? Uh, well, first of all, you know, any violence is unacceptable in the city, but I have on many, many occasions spoken out, stood up, marched, gone to press conferences uh, when we have seen these acts of violence and anti-Semitism, uh, both acts that were just rhetoric, uh, words, but I think those words actually lead to physical violence. And in any of those instances, I have 
uh, stood with my Jewish friends and Jewish New Yorkers saying how unacceptable that is. Uh, we had a, a debate that aired yesterday on the local NBC affiliate here in New York, a controller's race debate, and the moderators asked us, uh, please raise your hand if you support uh, defunding the police. And I did not raise my hand. Wow. Uh, some people on the stage did. Uh, I did not. Uh, you know, we have seen in New York, but also across the country, uh, there has been a real uh, surge in crime, homicides, uh, shootings, uh, robberies. And we know that, you know, it's complicated in some ways what has led to that. Too many guns on the streets in action at the federal level, not creating stricter gun laws that would help us get these guns off the streets. Major social dislocation from COVID, where we've seen crime go up in every city across the country. No city has been spared from it. But all the progress that has been made over the last, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years in having New York City be the safest big city in America, we can't go backwards. And so it's really important that we talk about these issues in a nuanced and thoughtful way. And I think the folks that are out there kind of saying, from the police, it's like like trying to govern by hashtag. Yeah. You know, these issues are, are complicated and important. And the issue is not, you know, us saying, you know, let's defund the police. The issue is let's be uh, smart and thoughtful about policing in New York City and let's make sure that we live in a city where everyone uh, feels safe. I have said that consistently, and I'll continue to say that. You know, yesterday you were endorsed by Daniel Rosenthal, uh, prominent assemblyman from our community. Uh, you have been endorsed by uh, uh, Eric Dinowitz up in Riverdale, Steve Levin in Williamsburg, Alan Mazel in, in South Brooklyn, and a lot of Jewish organizations. And frankly, I think the, one of the reasons that so many people are excited about your campaign from our community is all we're looking for, frankly, is sensible and common sense candidates. That, that's what we're yes. looking for. We're, we're not looking for extreme politics. Everyone yes. thinks, you know, hawkish this and extreme right, extreme left. All we're looking for is common sense and sensibility. And, and it's amazing that, that those two things have become the focus of our community because they're really lacking among most candidates for most offices in New York. And this is not a backhanded compliment. It's a full compliment to you. You have both of them. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I mean, it is a little strange when, uh, you know, just using common sense and saying, you know, what is the right thing to do here? When I say right thing, I mean the thing that it just makes sense to the vast majority of people. Uh, that, let, that, that, lets, that lets people live their lives. Be controversial. That lets people live their lives. What's the thing exactly. we need to do to let people live their lives peacefully and with safety? Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> And so uh, I'm really honored about all the endorsements uh, and support that I've yeah, received. You've, from, got, you've gotten a lot of them. Yeah, from the diverse Jewish community that we have uh, here in New York City. And, uh, you know, this is a very, very important election for the future of our city. And uh, I, 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 uh, I'm losing my voice. You can probably hear it. I've been out <laughs> campaigning. Yeah, you had a rough Sunday, huh? A day. You, had a, you had a rough Sunday yesterday, I would guess, on, yeah. on the campaign trail. Corey, you just mentioned something that's really important, how vital the, the race is. And we know that there's a mayoral race, obviously, and the whole world's watching to see who becomes the next mayor of New York. One thing we should point out as controller, and obviously you have certain responsibilities that you're responsible for as controller every single day, and we know most of them are fiscal responsibilities, but this is New York. 
someone who's controller of New York who holds citywide position can really have a lot of effect on social issues and legal issues that go around in the city. Just the things that we're discussing this morning. I think people need to realize that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, of course, what we do in New York City, other cities around the country and around the world look to and say, what's happening there? Right. And the controller is probably the most important job that New Yorkers are not focused on as it relates to our recovery. The controller is the chief financial officer for the city of New York. You don't allocate the budget, but you're the independent budget watchdog. You're someone that works with the five different pension funds, which totals $253 billion in pension assets. You audit city agencies to find waste, fraud, and abuse, and figure out ways where government can be more responsive to New Yorkers. And, you know, you're someone who really needs to be an independent counterweight to whoever the mayor is in speaking out on issues of importance for New York City's short-term and long-term financial health and future. So it's an important position. A lot of folks, understandably, have been focused on mayor, Manhattan district attorney, uh, borough president, uh, all the local city council races. But this controller's race is going to be very, very important for how we recover uh, as a city. And I, I, of course, would be deeply honored for anyone who's listening to consider ranking me number one when they go and vote tomorrow. Look, I wanted to get you on. I, I felt that we as a community owe it to you um, when people came, especially with the Israel BDS piece. I mean, the way you react, you never said this, obviously, but the way your face looked when you reacted to what was going on, it was sort of like, are you guys out of your mind? Like, can we just be a little bit more sensible on this issue? And you're certainly not supporting any type of BDS effort or any effort not to travel to Israel. I, I felt for that alone, uh, we have to remind everybody about that uh, as we get closer to the election. And finally, are you still highly recommending Councilmember Kozlowitz's gefilte fish? Are you still highly recommending that or not? Highly, highly <laughs> recommending it. Karen Kozlowitz is is the best. You know, I spend I spend every every Passover and every Rosh Hashanah out in Forest Hills at her home, uh, eating that homemade, loving, amazing uh, food, and that gefilte fish is the best. All right, so we've confirmed the story. You're really out there to celebrate the holidays. I am. <laughs> we ha we have the recording to prove it. Corey, <laughs> good, good luck tomorrow, and I really do look forward to inviting you here as controller uh, once this election is all over. Okay, thanks, Nakam. Have a good day. A pleasure. Tomorrow's election day, everybody. You know the most important thing? Vote. The most important thing is to vote. Get out there, no matter who you're voting for. Just get out there and vote. Democratic primary tomorrow. And as I uh, said to um, someone in my family yesterday, if you don't think that our... And we said this Friday with, uh, with Bruce, with Bruce Teitelbaum, who was on. If you don't think that our community has had a role in, uh, in close elections in the past and has really ended up determining the winner, you are wrong. It has happened, and it's happened often. More coming up. It's Monday. It's JM in the AM. Alta 
JM in the AM. Ki Avi is the name of that song from the Waterbury crew up in Connecticut. Here at JM in the AM. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, we're going to uh, replay Encore, Mayor Weingarten's very first anniversary show of the Israel show. Uh, it was November the 11th of 2013. And it goes back eight years, and it's the first anniversary of the Israel show. We'll play that hour for you coming up between 9 and 10 this morning right here at JM in the AM. Uh, all through the Shloshim for Mayor, Mayor Nachum and David, we are presenting Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Can't thank Dr. Gottlieb enough uh, from Barilan University and Mayor's Chavrusa for 17 and a half years. We're presenting Dr. Lior Gottlieb on each of the Shirei Hamalo. Today we are doing... Shir Hamalot 129. This is Shir Hamalot Kuf Chaf Tet. And um, here is Dr. Lior Gottlieb at JM and the AM in memory of Mayor Nahum Ben David. The 10th Shir Hamalot, Mizmor Kuf Chaf Tet, Psalm 129, opens with the exclamation Rabat Tziraruni min Neurai Omarna Israel, Rabat Tziraruni min Neurai Gamlo Yachluli. Since my youth have they often attacked me, declares Israel. Since my youth have they often attacked me, but they have never overpowered me. Israel in this mizmor is the victim not of a one-time incidental assault, but an ongoing series of attacks over many years. Accordingly, the injury sustained by Israel is not described as a wound, but is compared to the long path created by farmers plowing a field. Al-Gabi Harshu Horshim Herichu Lema'anitam Plowmen plowed across my back, they made long furrows. The identity of the enemy is not mentioned, but the identity of Israel's strength is made very clear. Hashem tzaddik kitzetz avot reshaim. Hashem the righteous one has snapped the cord of the wicked. So Psalm 129, much like Psalm 124, tells a story of ongoing hatred and enmity against Israel by the hands of faceless adversaries. And if not for Hashem's steadfast protection, their evil would triumph. Armies more, though, gives these these enemies a title: Yevoshuvi so guahor kol Let all haters of Zion fall back in disgrace. Amazingly, more than two thousand years ago, the Hebrew Bible already coined a generic term for habitual enemies of Israel: Sonaetzion, haters of Zion. The final three verses of the psalm wish for the quick disappearance of the haters of Zion. In the course of these verses, though, we are afforded an example of how good-natured passers-by would greet strangers in the field. The blessing of Hashem be upon you, we bless you in the name of Hashem. This form of greeting reminds us of Tehillim 118.26, Baruch haba b'shem Hashem, be'rach nuchem mi'beit Hashem. May he who enters be blessed in the name of Hashem, we bless you from the house of Hashem. It also resembles Boaz's greeting in Ruth 2.4, when he joined his harvesters in the field. Vayomer lakotzerim, Hashem immachem, vayomer ulo, yivarachecha Hashem. He greeted the reapers, Hashem be with you, and they responded, may Hashem bless you. Our formal Hebrew greeting today, Shalom Aleichem, is not found in the Bible. What we find here 
is that in ancient Israel, greetings included a blessing in God's name. Indeed, this is precisely what is found in various ancient letters and inscriptions from the First Temple period unearthed by archaeologists in Israel. One of the frequent forms of salutation in these letters is Berachticha la Hashem.
J.M. in the A.M. Joey Newcomb with Thank You, Hashem, here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Before that, Baruch Haba done by Shal Shalas. And before that, Dr. Lior Gottlieb with Psalm number 129, Kuf Chav in memory of Mayor Weingarten. Mayor Nachum Ben David here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, the word is from Israel that uh, if these rumors prove to be correct, one will be able to travel from the U.S. to Israel with simply proof of vaccination. And boy, are we hoping that that's right. We'll see what happens as we pay careful attention to whatever announcements are scheduled to come out of Israel. It's now the 21st of June, so I hope they make that announcement pretty soon so people can make decisions about getting to Israel during the month of July. More coming up. It's David Lowy, JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. There we go. The bridge. I'll make Hadavar. David Lowy before that. Wrapping things up on a Monday. Uh, my thanks to our friends at A&H. Remember all the uh, Trader Joe's across the United States of America of A&H hot dogs. Very helpful for this uh, summer grilling season. And this portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954. Their products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today. Our friends at Partners in Torah are highly recommending, and boy are they right, that uh, the summer is the perfect time to be a student or mentor in the Partners in Torah program. It's connected over 80,000 Jews to study with one another, and they're launching a campaign to enroll another 10,000 Jews this year on their state-of-the-art matching platform. Help them make this happen by going to partnersintorah.org slash matching partnersintorah.org slash matching and help shape the Jewish future. Uh, if you have an extra hour a week for this summer, believe you me, it'll be a worthwhile venture. You'll find it inspiring, educational, and really uplifting. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at and the Nachumsegel Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM and the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more tomorrow, Election Day, between 6 and 9 a.m. Hey, the polls are open from 6 to 9 for 15 hours in New York. We're here for three hours in the morning from 6 to 9, and then, of course, all day long with amazing programming. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.